It's a little exciting when the children are fighting, but they've got to abide by the playground rules. Okay, we are back. Welcome to the Playground Rules, a basketball podcast about basketball. Do we, are we going <laughs> to, are we going to stuff the stats like, uh, like uh, Westbrook? <laughs> you just heard the voice of Arik, uh, who is one of the two You're... people who does this podcast. My name is Herb. OKC hating co- co-host. Arik does not like Russell Westbrook. No, I don't. Well, I don't have any problem with Russell Westbrook particularly, although I do think he's a, I think it's ridiculous. I mean, we all knew it was going to happen. It's just so stupid. Like, I mean, come on. Like, <laughs> the man needed, what, 38 rebounds in two games. So he got him. He sure did. <laughs> like, it's, I just, you know, like, you and I, ha- had we had this show last year, there's no proof of this because we didn't have it, but mm-hmm. both of us were, were not team Russell Westbrook was the MVP last year. Uh, neither of us thought he was the, the MVP, right? Is that fair to say? Yeah, that's fair to say. I. I don't you know were if less I was quite as down on it as you, but I wasn't yeah, I was super very impressed or anything. Yeah, but it, I do find it very telling, and I'm I'm not the first person to 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 point this out, but I do find it very telling that last year he uh, he gets a triple double for the season, uh-huh. and the voters cannot wait to MVP him up. This year, the team actually did better. He got another triple double, and he's not even going to be like in the top five of MVP voting. Uh, I don't know if he won't be in the top five, but there's definitely some uh, there's definitely some buyer's remorse there. Yeah, because it was dumb. It was dumb. Like the triple double is a completely arbitrary, stupid stat that's dumb, and it only belongs in one really, really great Ice Cube song, <laughs> and that's it. So. Uh, you know that's cool though. Congratulations, Russell Westbrook. Uh, I certainly could not average a triple double for two straight seasons, uh, nor could literally anybody else. So, um, you know, good job. Yeah, it's never happened before, and it's never happened before. Always nice to see first. Not, I mean, it's it's impressive because he's obviously a really great player, but obviously uh, at the same time, he uh, did not do it. In the midst of doing everything to make his team as good as possible, it was definitely a, a he's a glory hound, and uh, it's like we're finding out what would happen if a team was even more centered around one person than the like oh five oh six Lakers yeah, were centered around yeah, Kobe. You're right. Like it's you're right. like someone want, really wanted to answer that question. What if we just up the usage rate even more? Yeah. Like, so you know, I'm just not that. It's not for me. No, it's true. Russell Westbrook makes Kobe Bryant look like Al Horford. <laughs> that's a good one. I like that. That's a deep cut. Hey, here's a random trivia question for you. Uh, this, just so everyone knows, this is going to be kind of a free-flowing conversation because we don't really – we're just going to talk about the playoffs, right, in general? Yeah, yeah. Although I do yeah. have a few so non-basketball a... things that I want to bring oh, up. Oh, cool. Well, let's jump into that. But first, I have a trivia question for you. Okay. Who – please don't not look this up if you're looking at I, I won't. I won't. Okay. What, who, who are the only team that made the playoffs with a – Negative point differential. This year? This year. I can look at the teams, right? That's okay? Uh, you can look at the teams, just don't look at the point okay, differential, okay. obviously. Yeah. Two teams, two teams, three teams didn't make the playoffs with a positive point differential. And uh, those were the Charlotte Hornets, the Denver Nuggets, and the LA Clippers. Uh-huh. But one team made the playoffs with a negative 0.3 point differential. What team was it? I would guess... That it's Milwaukee? You are correct, sir. Wow. Very, very impressive. 
Yeah. Points per game, 106.5. Opposing points per game, 106.8. I, th- I figured it was going to be an East team, and then, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think it, it had to be. But I, Charlotte kind of surprises me because the, they have a positive point differential. And, uh, They're eight games I mean, they came, worse, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's surprising for sure. I guess they – I mean, well, that really says that they played better in – in losses than they did in, in, in wins than they did in losses, right? Basically, yeah. they lost by more than they won. I mean, there's uh, there's so many potential explanations for something like that. I mean, yeah. it's a fun little wrinkle. You know, teams sometimes within a season you have a few seasons. You know, so maybe there was a stretch where player A was missing and that really damaged the point differential. And I don't know. I don't know. Man, the the Nets finished with the eighth worst record. Yeah, let's hope that that pick is not very good because uh, I don't want Cleveland to have a great pick, although apparently this is a really <laughs> loaded draft. It is, yeah, yeah. So what were your non-basketball things? Let's get into that. Two things. Uh, yes, sir. First of all, the Red Sox finally lost today. Ah. But they still look great. Um, I don't know if you saw, eventually. though, they had a huge bench-clearing brawl. Did you hear about it? I heard about it. I didn't see it. Three tossed, I believe. Yeah, it was pretty, uh, it was, you know, just your typical dude got hit by a pitch and Mm. everyone kind of went crazy. I didn't actually watch it in real time because I was watching basketball and I did watch a video of it, but sort of in the background while I was trying to juggle all these basketball games. So I can't tell you too much about it, but it it was uh, a fervor. Did you see this? Did you see this Padres Rockies thing? No. What happened there? So there was also a brawl. But, like, third baseman Nolan Arenado charged the mound and threw a punch at Padres starter Luis Perdomo. That's... And I'm looking, at, I'm looking at a freeze frame of, like, as the punch is getting thrown, it's not, it's like a legit, like, I'm about to sock you. You don't typically see that. Well, good for no, them. No, that's unusual. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, uh, that's pretty intense. It's been, a, it's been a fun baseball season so far. Um, but uh, now's not the time to worry about baseball. It's been a every. I think the Mariners are like fifty percent on the DL right now. So oh, that's thanks. Yeah, not so much fun for me. But they're doing a little better. They've they've doing better. Anyway, this is not what we're here for. What was the second thing? I just want your quick take on sure. uh, Paul Ryan's imminent retirement, which oh, was announced man. today yeah. and is is pretty bizarre. Uh, is it? I mean, I guess I don't. So if you were to take his word at face value, which I don't, uh, he no, says he I wants to be a better father to his children. Yeah, um, that's a bunch of nonsense. He probably wanted, didn't want that 19 years ago. He wants it now. <laughs> probably didn't have kids 19 years ago, but you know. My no, name. he's only like, is he 48? I think he's 48. He's been in Congress for 19 years. I know that. Well, anyway, um, it seems like a possible explanation is he's kind of trying to bail before the proverbial poop hits the fan, but and then he won't have the stink. You know, the whole Republican Party and everyone that's been complicit in everything that's been going on uh, over the last couple of years is, is going to be complicit and seen as complicit by voters going forward. Um, does he think that he can avoid that? I Yeah, it's hard to tell. Uh, I mean, I would have... Believed him more if he just said that he was tired of the poop platter that he's, you know, yeah. landed with. I mean, he's he's trying to hold together a party that makes no sense. Mm-hmm. And I, that's not a commentary on uh, sides of a political divide. That, that 
the the nature of the two party system in the United States is such that the parties are currently trying to contain far more agendas than could possibly be reconciled. So the the different wings of his party have no almost nothing in common mm-hmm. and uh, are violently opposed to each other in a lot of ways. So I think it's quite difficult for him to get anything done. On, on I think it would have been difficult even under say a, a, a Marco Rubio presidency, but I think he would have stayed. Mm-hmm. I think the the clear thing here is yeah definitely Trump. And it, it, it probably has something to do with just being tired of that circus. I mean, that is a circus, in addition to wanting to get out as the the, the deck is clearing, because it, it, by all, uh, and obviously, take all this with a grain of salt, and we are not political experts, but by all accounts that I've seen, uh, this is about to uh, dramatic, I mean, the, the the house is about to go dramatically blue. Yeah, that's that's what uh, people seem to think. And, uh, and, and the Senate might, too, although it's less likely, because just in terms of... Um, who's up for re-election it just doesn't uh it doesn't uh doesn't look as possible but basically like i just don't know what you know i haven't read enough yet i i, I want to read a little bit more about this because i am quite fascinated mm-hmm. by this um it it i mean he he didn't want the job when he got it and you know he's trying to get out i, I it, it's fascinating to me i i think for me um I, what I'm waiting to see is, you know, I think a lot of crazy things happened in that 2016 election, and uh, I'm willing to believe that that was just a sort of a crazy moment in American history. Um, if the, the the usual sort of sanity returning thing happens. The course correction? Yeah. I mean, yeah. every president, I mean, Clinton, you know, Obama, like, it's not uncommon for the other party to do quite well in the first midterm elections, but if... If they don't do like shockingly well on this one, um, then I think that would say to me that th- that this what is happening right now is what the majority of people in this country actually want. Uh-huh. Uh, and at, at that point, I would just be pretty ready to give up <laughs> on the the people of this country for the for the moment. I would say, okay, well, I just don't. I'm just not aligned with the yeah. the will of yeah. the electorate, and I'm just gonna, uh, you know, I'm just gonna get out for a while. And maybe that's uh, what Paul Ryan is doing. And saying, I'm not aligned with the will of the electorate. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of similarities in in many ways between me and others. You are kind um, of like a, a rich man's Paul Ryan. Ah, oh, you're too kind. Yeah. But um, it 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 is especially interesting that from what I've seen, uh, his his retirement plan is apparently going to make it even less likely that the Republicans hold on to much of the uh, the um, the House. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention is that there is a candidate. The the apparently the most likely. Republican challenge, uh, candidate in his um, district is a virulent anti-Semite who is so awful that even like Breitbart won't endorse him. Wow. Um, and, yeah, yeah he, I think he I've heard about tr- this guy. He has posted truly horrific things, um, extremely uh, anti-Semitic things, extremely racist things. I, I mean, not like not this like current like oh, I don't know is this no like like really truly horrifically awful things. Um, and and uh, and I just think he's an embarrassment to this country. So I hope that um, I hope that he loses very very badly. I hope so too. Uh, I Thanks. I have still a modicum of faith in the American people, and I hope that someone who's explicitly uh, yeah like openly yeah, yeah. <laughs> hateful person yeah. yeah hopefully well we'll see um, but we'll see we'll see he's starting to dial it down you know just in time you know people don't have a long memory. What's more American than baseball and politics? <laughs> we don't shy away on this show, folks. No, we, you know, 
if you disagree with us, fine. If you don't like yeah, us because cool. of our opinions, don't listen. We don't care. Yeah. No one listens no, to the show. No, we really don't. <laughs> we do the show for us and, uh, and Herb's mom. Join the vast majority of this country and don't listen to us if you don't like it. <laughs> Except for you, Mom. If you don't agree, you still got to listen because we need your notes. Um, yeah. It, indeed. Seriously, keep them coming. Yeah, please. Uh, so, uh, moving on. Uh, before we do the playoff breakdown, um, I think we can kind of really get through this quickly because I think most of these are pretty obvious. But let's talk about the uh, the regular season awards. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Um, so, I think the obvious winners are pretty hard to dispute with, uh, hard to dispute in most of these categories. Um, and I don't have the list in front of me, so I apologize if I forget one. But so MVP, do you feel like there's anyone that you can make a strong case for over Harden? LeBron. Mm-hmm. I, I would vote for LeBron. You So you think LeBron should be the MVP? Yes. Even though his team is a four seed and he didn't really play any defense this year. and I mean, if we're talking about defense, neither did Harden. Harden? Harden? Did no, Harden is terrible try. defense. I, okay. I mean, okay, okay, the, okay. So, the, okay, so take the defense out are... of it. Take defense out of it. That's that's yeah. not the reason why you would put LeBron over, though, right? No, no, no. So why do you put uh, him over? I, I, uh, LeBron has played phenomenally. LeBron has had one of the best uh, offensive seasons of his career. Mm-hmm. Um, he's played in in eighty. He's going to play in all eighty two games, mm-hmm. which is whatever. But I I just think uh, you know it, it really depends on how you define MVP and. Uh, to me, he's he's by far the best player in basketball this season, and all of his main challengers, uh, other than Harden, didn't play enough games, mm-hmm. um, and or didn't come on until too late. And I just, you know, I don't know. I just feel like we're gonna look back at this era and be like, how the hell did he not win more MVPs? Like, and he's having one of his best seasons. It, this is a generational, you know, this is the a Michael Jordan esque player. You know, Jordan did not win enough MVPs, and I don't think that LeBron has either. I feel like if and they I don't finished know. higher in their conference. You could make that case, but like honestly, they would have rather played in the three seed than the two seed, and they let that go and lost that fight. Or sorry, it in probably the three has. Seed and the four if I'm seed. being 100 percent honest, it probably has a little bit to do with that. I don't. I really don't enjoy watching James Harden. Personal play bias, yeah. No, no, it's it, well, everything's a personal bias. I never claim to be objective. Whoa, but whoa, I mean, whoa, I, whoa, I just whoa! Don't. All right, I know we're going a little late here, but uh, don't get so defensive, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. I don't. Uh, I don't like his style of basketball, which probably makes it harder for me to um, evaluate him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also think, you know, obviously he's playing with a second player way, 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 way better than anyone else in the Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I didn't feel like uh, he had like a – I mean, the Rockets obviously had a phenomenal season, but I, I didn't feel – no one really grabbed this season for me. Mm-hmm. Like in the same way that, say, like Curry grabbed the, the one year he was unanimous or sure. – or, you know, uh, one of those Nash years. Like, there have been MVPs that have just grabbed the season and just said, no, this is me, and it's been... And I know that Harden is apparently the runaway choice, but I don't... I just haven't been that wowed. And, I, I you know, I, I'm not saying... Listen, Harden's going to win. Yeah. But I, I think if it was me, I'd probably go LeBron. Yeah, to me, like, I I would listen to that argument, but they Houston won 15 more games. Like, I think that's, like... Yeah. But who else was on Houston and who else was on Cleveland? I don't know. I just... I, I don't know. But anyway, you know, it's things, certainly you can't go wrong. You, you can't totally remove a player from his team. Um, I, I see your point, but like, uh, you know, once once you start to make that argument, it's like, well, what about 
you know, Anthony Davis? What about like all these, you know, I, I just, I just feel like to me, the MVP, it's kind of like if you're the leader of one of the, you know, best three teams in the NBA and you're having a, you know, statistically transcendent season, like that, that makes you an MVP. And yeah, you're right. He's got a much more solid lineup around him and that's not LeBron's fault, but like, uh, Cleveland should have been good enough to at least hold on to the three seed. And it's not LeBron's fault that they didn't. But, uh, yeah, I just, uh, yeah. I, get- I mean, it really, like I said, it really depends on how you want to define MVP. Because you could make a case for Steph Curry, given what's happened to the Warriors without him. Sure. I, I, I'm just happy that Dame Lillard is getting a lot of love. Um, and, uh, and I think he's been phenomenal. But I don't think he's the MVP. I don't know. The MVP, they want us to argue. And so I'm happy to do it. So, yeah. You know. No, I think, I think Dame has to be in... in- the conversation he, in the he, proverbial conversation he'd be in my top five and i don't want to do like the the whole five thing because no, i think that's no, no. yeah that's who do you have for uh for rookie for a uh, uh, defensive player of the year that's so that's one of the few that i think is actually kind of like debatable yeah but um i would say that i think rudy gobert despite the game's miss deserves it i think he's the best defensive player transcended uh yeah yeah i think when you look at yeah, when you look at the way that he plays individually and the way that he impacts the team defense, it's it's pretty clear that he's uh, he's on his own level, and um, I think I think he deserves it. Yeah, I mean, I, I you can certainly make an Embiid case or a or a, a case for Anthony Davis or a couple other people, but I, I think I think Rudy Gobert. Yeah, cool. So we're agree. in agreement. There. We agree. So we don't yeah. have to have a rookie big argument. I would like to say apologies to Al Horford for my favorite team, the Celtics. I really thought <laughs> he was going to get it this year, but uh, let's let's leave rookie of the year for last. Okay. 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 <laughs> Who's your coach of the year? I'm looking at the list. That's why I'm. I am going to be a total homer and say Brad Stevens. Um, Mr. Stevens, yeah. president, the president, as uh, Bill Simmons likes to call him. I think when you look at what he did this year, first losing Gordon Hayward, and then when Kyrie went out and they were playing really well. I mean, they haven't been the most consistent team this year, but they've got the, uh, was it the fourth best record in the league? And uh, with, you know, so the teams that beat them are Houston, Golden State, and Toronto. And they have the, you know... They have when you when you consider all the talent that they lost over the course of the season, all the games that players missed. I think it's pretty impressive. very impressive, um, very impressive. And I think he deserves credit for it. And I know uh, there have been a lot of coaches that have just been absolutely phenomenal this year and have done really incredible things. And uh, Greg Popovich is the best coach in the NBA. And it's kind of like what you said about LeBron. Like, how do you give it to anyone? It's hard to not vote for him. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I, I go Brad. What about you? Uh, I struggled a lot with the, the thinking about this one, and I'm still not 100 percent there. I'm I'm I, I'm leaning like I don't know. My top couple is probably uh, Quinn Snyder from Utah, mm-hmm. um, Nate McMillan from Indiana. I thought he did an incredible yeah, job this year. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, um, and uh, Popovich getting that team to where they did was impressive. I would give Tom Thibodeau some love breaking a 14 year playoff drought and losing um, Jimmy Butler for uh, so Jimmy long, Butler yeah. for a pretty long amount of time. Uh, I thought Terry Stotts did a great job. I mean, the Portland Trailblazers, no one even had them in the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. And here they are, almost certainly the three seed. Um, no love for Dwayne Casey? Official? Uh, Dwayne Casey. Toronto Raptors have been phenomenal, absolutely. Um, uh, Zach Lowe gave it to Quinn Snyder. I'm going to go, This is a. I know this is a weird choice, but I think I'm going to go Nate McMillan. Old Mr. Sonics, but that's not why. I, the yeah. Indiana Pacers were left for dead. Yeah. 
So I think if you look at team expectation versus team result, uh, he has to get a lot of credit. And I think, you know, maybe we can discuss most improved player next, but I think that's where also uh, you got to put a lot of credit to. But yeah, he definitely... Um, it, it he had a hell of remarkable. a year. And, and I, if, if you told me, like, hey, you can't pick anyone from the Celtics for any of these awards, I'd probably go Quinn Snyder. Quinn Snyder had a hell of a, Could, hell yeah. of a year. In a similar way, you know, to lose Gordon Hayward yeah. and then have Rudy Gobert out for a lot of the season. Yeah, for, and to, like 26 games or something. Yeah. yeah, to be coaching a first-year player um, as kind of the centerpiece of your offense, like all that stuff altogether, it's, it's very, very impressive. Yeah, extremely impressive. Uh, Who's your most improved? I mean, it's it has to be Victor Oladipo, right? right. Okay, yeah. we don't even need to talk about this one, right? It's Victor Oladipo. Yeah, c- clearly. Um, the guy was also left for speaking of left for dead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was someone who people thought was kind of like a bust last year. Had a terrible season. Well, terrible might be a little harsh, but certainly not living up to his expectations. And then this year, he's just, it's just like, wow, he's incredible. <laughs> he's yeah. he's yeah, yeah, legit one of the thirty best players in the league, uh, and um yeah he's he's been great and it's uh it's a really really cool story uh what else i never really have a strong feeling on this one but who's your sixth man of the year yeah you know a lot of people are saying lou williams i have a hard time giving this to someone who gets traded though you know Mm. um i'm gonna give it to marcus morris (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna go with van vliet then (laughs) yeah no that's 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 I I think that's actually a really good call because they've had such a great bench and he's yeah. kind of the leader of that unit. I I agree with that. Yeah. I I I can't really give it to Lou Williams and it's it's really a hard it's a really hard one to award. I mean, as as basketball obsessed as we are, we don't watch every game, and no. a six man is is a tough one to. Uh, to that's evaluate. what I'm saying. I just never have a great sense of it. And Joe Harris had a good year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just yeah I just don't know. Okay, but now to the to the one we've all been waiting for, rookie of the year, Donovan Mitchell. I am going Markel <laughs> Fultz. <laughs> Do you know he had a triple double in his in his? He's the youngest player in NBA history with a triple double. Oh, that's really impressive. Yeah, the last game of the season, thirteen him. points, ten rebounds, ten assists. I realize I just said triple doubles were done, but <laughs> like that is. Very impressive. The, the previous record holder was Lonzo Ball. Triple triple and doubles the previous, are dumb when they're LeBron used. James. Sorry to talk over you. Sorry, it's okay. Triple doubles are dumb when used to it, it determines like <laughs> <laughs> when it determines like an MVP or something like that. But when, yeah, yeah, yeah. When a twenty year old kid gets a triple double, it's cool. Oh, you got a triple double, and that and that he respect. Even 20? No, he's nineteen. He's still nineteen. Wow, unbelievable. Sorry, what were you Is saying, it? Mark? Before I so rudely uh, interrupted you. <laughs> no, I was just. It's very impressive. The previous record record holder was LeBron. Um, I in all in all honesty, man, it is hard because I I thought about this a lot. I'm I'm gonna go Donovan Mitchell as well. <gasps> no and, way. Well, it's Whoa. purely because stop it. It's purely because I think we both agree that while Ben Simmons has been better uh-huh. and transcendent, honestly, uh-huh. like I mean, this guy is incredible. He was with the team all last year. I mean, I realize he didn't play. But he was there, yes. and I think you get a lot from that. And I just don't think you can qualify him in the same category as a guy who, you know, a few months ago was like playing in the NCAA. So I just think, you know, I know it's not like a wow. A lot of people have I said thought we it. were going to disagree on this one. I'm proud of you, Art. Yeah, we were going to, and then I had a change of thought. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think when you kind of weigh out the achievement, 
uh, Shore Simmons is incredible, more polished, and he's been incredible this year. Just absolutely incredible. Like in hindsight, like how was he not an all star? You know, um, I know it's it's ridiculous now, right? No, everyone people pull that whole like they gotta earn their you know. There's a little too it. much of that. I know that's what I'm saying, but there's a little too much of like you can't give a rookie to the. There have been rookies in the All Star game before, and we're gonna look back on this one as like, wow, okay, that was really dumb. The dude is, yeah, ridiculous. He's unbelievable. Um, um, and and I mean, Philly is way ahead of expectations. It's crazy. But that all said, Donovan Mitchell, man, uh, to come straight out of college yeah. into a team who was expected to miss the playoffs and and just crush it, lead them into what we think will probably be the four seed because it looks like portland is going to win tonight um just yeah. super super impressive uh super super impressive. Uh, portland did win tonight oh they did it's over yeah yeah i know but only by nine over. oh good for them uh i don't even know who they i i was kind of like barely paying attention at that point even even a basketball nerd like me gets a little basketballed out every now and then and today was, <laughs> there's a lot uh, so the Utah are now the fifth seed. So they're the five seed. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Is it time? Are we ready to jump into this? Um, yeah, because that's all the awards, right? That's all the awards. Let me just make sure. Except okay. for okay. favorite player of ours. No. I can give you uh, that one. Who's, who is it? Is it Kyrie? Dr. Kyrie Irving, yeah. What, Dr. What about Dr. You? Kyrie Irving, MD. Yeah. <laughs> PhD in... Uh, in, in street stride astrology astronomy <laughs> and uh philosophy what about you who's your favorite player uh oh that's a great question um my favorite player in the league, man, I really did not have anything prepared for that. Uh, I I really like CJ McCollum. I mean, you don't have to have a favorite player, but that's a good answer. He's great. Thanks. Um, quickly, before we get into the playoff matchups, let's uh, let's just take a moment here. There's uh, 14 teams that didn't make the playoffs. Any thoughts? Anything you want to say? Any teams that? Oh, won? last thoughts about these gone fishing teams. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I'm really hoping that next year looks better for the Mavericks and the Grizzlies. It's a bummer to see them both uh, down at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really dubious about Mitch Kupchak with the Hornets, but totally prepared to eat humble pie should that uh, turn around. I really doubt Stan Van Gundy remains the Detroit Pistons, uh, but, you know, stranger things. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah, I guess I'm hopeful that the Brooklyn Nets pick is not that great for you, because uh, we're friends. Thanks, man. And no problem. And uh, and that the Kings pick is really bad, because then you get it, right? Is that how that works? Well, we get the Lakers pick this year if it's between two and five, and if that doesn't convey, okay. we get then you the get Sacramento. the next year's yeah. Sacramento and, Kings. I believe it's All top right. one protected. Crazy man. Oh. Uh, I would never do a trade with Danny Ainge ever. <laughs> uh, um, but no, I don't have a lot of thoughts. I mean, they, you know. They were all. I thought. Oh, I did say. I did see that. Uh, I think it was like Devin Booker was like, "I'm just. I'm sick of this. Not making the playoffs. Next year is our year." It's like, yeah, okay. You finished like last in the league. Yeah. Well, Phoenix. <clears throat> Phoenix has been trying to lose. Like they're kind of like. 
I think because it's not as uh, a market that has as many eyes on it as Philadelphia, like people aren't as they're not noticing and they're what's not, happening. Yeah, they're doing the same thing that Philly did. Um, same thing the Astros did. Yeah, it's like, and I don't. Yeah, I, I you know, if they don't have an Embiid or a Simmons. Like Devin Booker is a nice player, but uh, but he's not yeah. at that level. Yeah, Vince Carter says he's coming back next year. Uh, I really hope so. Yeah, I, I one more year, he Carter. says. Could, oh, that's great. That's great. Um, yeah. I, I guess all I would say about these teams is I, I'm looking at them and I'm thinking to myself, like, which one seems to be the most ascendant? Um, and obviously there are some injury cases. Like, New York will get Kristaps back next year, and hopefully that yeah. makes them good. Um, I think Detroit has a chance to make the playoffs if they have the right coaching staff and if everyone's healthy. Um, but the team that kind of like surprised me uh, with their young guys getting better and, and getting better over the course of the season uh, is the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, yeah. 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 We'll see what happens this offseason, but they could be pretty good next year. Yeah. I, I kind of would say like well, looking at all these teams, like my my expectations for them might be the highest next year. Um, again, barring those, you know, those teams that are, uh, you know, like Memphis, obviously should be significantly better if they're healthy. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, at the end of it all, there's no teams, I guess, that didn't get in that are really surprising. You know, Denver was disappointing. They were really good. Um, but they're just not as good as the teams that got in, you know. Um, and then in the East, like, you know, none of the teams that didn't make it are teams that you would say, oh, they should have. <laughs> they really blew it. You know, Detroit only finished four games back. But, I mean, that's it seems like a big four games. Um, but let's get into it. Do you want to do East or West first? Uh, East. Okay. <laughs> let's start. Uh, no, let's do West actually. Cause you're, you're more invested in the East. Okay. That works too. We'll yeah. start with the four, five matchup. Oklahoma city versus the Utah jazz. Oklahoma city, Utah jazz. I plan to watch very little of this series series. Um, that's not true. No, I, I I like I like I like uh, watching the Jazz actually. First of all, your prediction: uh, Jazz in six. I was going to say the exact same thing. For real? Yeah, yeah. Nice. I think the Jazz. We can be wrong together. Yeah, I think the Jazz are significantly better. I know they finished with the same record, but uh, uh, they had. Uh, you know, the Jazz started, they were like, it was crazy. They started really slow. Um, yeah. So I think, they're, I think they've just been a much better team in the home stretch. Um, both teams are really, really good defensively. Um, and I think the best player on the court is probably Russell Westbrook. Probably. Um, and even arguably, you could say the two best players are on Oklahoma City. But, uh, PG, yeah. yeah. But I just think uh, I think Utah is really good and has kind of turned into something special. And uh, I, I think I think they've got this one. Yeah, I agree. I think that uh, you know it's uh, the Thunder's defense is not great. The uh, Jazz's defense is great. Um, they score up roughly the same. Like they're basically like there's like a if you look at their point differentials, there's like a three point offensive differential and a like. 10 point defensive differential mm-hmm. you know so i i don't know i just think that um the the jazz will will, con- will control that one now the 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 
Oklahoma City does have home court. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I, I, I don't know. I'm not that. I think it'll be a, I think it'll be a series. I don't think it's going to be any kind of sweep or anything. But I think ultimately the Jazz will win that one, which is very good for them. It's good for them, and it's, uh, it's got to be uh, worrying for fans of the Thunder because you got, you could imagine that if it's a first round exit, that Paul George is going to say, "No, thank you." Yeah, I mean, he claims it won't affect him, but you know, I don't see how it could not. Yeah, so we'll see about yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we have the Trailblazers of Portland versus the Pelicans of New Orleans. Uh, Portland having home court. Yeah. What do you think? Oh, man, I'm I'm nervous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Pelicans are scary, man. Like, Anthony Davis has been a monster. They've, they're on a win streak. They're playing great. Uh, the Blazers have kind of stumbled a little bit of late mm-hmm. after playing incredibly well. Um, and the Pelicans just keep surprising everyone. I mean, you get Rajon Rondo playoff Rondo, and it's it's. I know I don't like it. So you know, obviously, uh, probably similarly to when. Well, I don't. It's probably easier for us to talk about the Celts right now because of their situation. But I just well, I, <laughs> and even then, maybe not because their matchup is interesting. But I'm I'm nervous about the Pelicans, but I I think the Blazers should win. I don't know if they will, but I think they should. If that makes sense. So Blazers in. <laughs> Six, seven. Six. I'm going to say Portland in five. That's very kind of you. I hope you're right. I just think Anthony Davis is obviously crazy um, MVP candidate. Crazy good. Despite the fact that his team only won 48 teams. Yeah, that's what I mean, crazy good. Yeah. Sorry for all of you who don't. Understand the young people slang that's constantly coming out of my mouth. Twenty-eight points a game by this dude. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's unbelievable. And eleven rebounds. It's, it's crazy, but it's not enough. <sighs> and Portland is balanced. And Portland is a lot more balanced. Yeah, and at least we've got Nurkic to throw near Davis. I mean, he's not you know going to stop. And, and not for defensive purposes, but I mean to offset some of the scoring. And we've got like a couple big bodies that Collins and and um, Alfred Aminu and and you know people to throw defensively to try to slow him. You're not going to stop him, but, you know. Portland's been there for, like, the last, what, three years, four years. They're hungry. They've got something to prove. Ed Davis, really good. This is arguably, I think, the best Portland team uh, to go into the playoffs, at least since LaMarcus left, which is only a couple years ago. For sure. Yeah, 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 But I I think, uh, I just think they're going to be, I know they kind of, like, faltered a little bit towards the end of the season. I think that's not really a cause for much concern. I think I think they're going to be really focused and really fired up. And I think we're going to, I think, I hope that we're going to see, you know, Supernova, uh, Super Saiyan, uh, Dame Lillard in the, uh, in the playoffs. I tried to reference Dragon Ball Z there, even though I've never seen it. I liked it. it. No, no, I liked it. Uh, I'm trying to, look, I was actually just trying to look up what the season series was between the two. The Portland won the first game. New Orleans won the second game. And then, if you people want to hear all these season breakdowns and all these stats and things, Portland won the third another podcast. Oh, that's not what we're about here. No, you can. I'm no. Please, please, I'm interested. <laughs> it's it's two one Portland anyway. Um, I just think they're series, a better but, team. You know. Well, I I sure hope you're right. Uh, so what's next? Golden State versus San Antonio with no Kawhi. I, Golden State in four and five. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, no Kawhi, but Golden State won't have Steph. But yeah, it's yeah, it's really I mean, hard to imagine. Um, I think maybe San Antonio steals a game. So let's say five. We'll say five. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, I'm really bummed that 
it didn't go the other way. I, I wish the seven and the eight were flipped in the West. Dude, that would have been way more fun. Yeah, Wolves Warriors would have been a real series. Yeah, we don't have to talk a lot about the Golden State San Antonio series because it's yeah, it's not gonna <laughs> it's not gonna be much. It's probably gonna be one of the least compelling ones, which stinks yeah. because you would have hoped that the first season for Golden State or sorry the first series without Steph would be a little scary, but they they kind of really yeah. lucked lucked out. Yeah, um, I just don't think the Spurs have enough. But, you know, they're wily. We'll they're see. They're wily. Uh, you would have thought that Minnesota might have had a chance because they played them. I would have thought. No, I would definitely have thought with Butler back, uh, the Wolves could shock somebody. I don't think they're going to shock the Houston Rockets. Uh, well, yeah, that brings us to the next series. Minnesota 4-0. Houston. <laughs> Feels 4-0, right? Yeah, I just yeah. – it's just – yeah. Uh, good for Minnesota for making the the playoffs for the first playoffs time for since, since two thousand four. Yeah, that's wild. There have been a lot of graphics uh, during Timberwolves games lately. We're just talking about what the world was like in uh, in, in two thousand four. It's pretty funny. Like Shrek two was the number one movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean the iPhone had yet. No, it's four years away. Twitter wasn't a thing yet. It's it's pretty. No, uh, three years away. Yeah. Pretty... Facebook was started in 2004. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, good for you guys. Uh, I want to say that maybe you can squeeze one out, um, and I wouldn't be shocked, but uh, I, I still would say four. It looks, it feels like a 4-0. So we've got, okay, so in our in our league, then we've got, and we'll obviously revisit this as these things actually play out, mm-hmm. but in our pre, pre-playoff prediction. prediction, we've got the Rockets, the Warriors, the Blazers, and the Jazz so moving we got forward. One so we, we, got one we do have one upset. Yeah. And now in the second round, that would mean that NBA does not reseed. Uh, so that would mean that the uh, – that the but it doesn't actually matter in this case. Have Rockets, the Blazers Jazz. would play the Jazz and the – no, oh, yeah, Rockets, Jazz, and uh, and Golden State, Portland. Yeah. Which I think Golden State, Portland will be a fun series. I don't – I think Portland will lose, but I think it will be a fun series. I they agree. are not afraid of Golden State. I agree. And they have, you know, maybe the second best backcourt or the third or whatever, however you want to put, however you want to knock them down. I mean, it, it, very good. So a lot of scoring there. Uh, Rockets, Jazz, ugh, man, I don't know. That seems like it's going to be an unwatchable game of fouls. But um, Yeah, I think that's going to be a bloodbath. And I think yeah. it's going to be, yeah, not, it's not going to be very compelling basketball. No. Man, everyone was really uh, excited for the playoffs this year. And, and the West does seem like it's kind of like, yeah, you know, I mean, I am looking forward to seeing Portland play. And I think their series will be great. Um, yeah. But it's going to be Rockets-Warriors, barring some sort of very shocking yeah. eventuality. Yeah. So when we get to Rockets-Warriors, who wins that? Uh, well, let's talk about that when we get there, but it's going to be the Warriors. No, you're not going to make a way-too-soon prediction? We're going to revisit this. I think it's going to be the Warriors. What about you? I think it's going to be the Warriors. Yeah. Yeah. Assuming that Steph's back. Yeah. 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 All things... Playing out the way that we are told they should play out right now, um, which is that Steph will be back in the second round. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, but I, but I do think that the Rockets will make the conference finals, and everyone can shut the heck up about Chris Paul, which will be nice. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. The less people talk about Chris Paul, the better, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> okay, moving on. So moving to on, the East. then, huh? Uh, yeah. Unless, is, do you have anything else to yeah. say? No, no, you no. Do no have something it was, else it was to great. Say. No, it was um, great. Yeah, no. This, but this might be a little. This might be one of our quickest podcasts ever. Or we can just late. talk about we're a little punchy. Or we can just talk about movies when we're done. Um, oh, nice. 
I've, I watched a bunch of movies in the past week, so I do have Oh, yeah? yeah? I can't wait to hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded rude, but I meant it. <laughs> All right. I am a little punchy. <laughs> in the East, the four seed versus the five seed, we have Cleveland versus Indiana. Yeah. Rx MVP versus Rx MIP. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cleveland in five? Isn't it unbelievable that Cleveland only won two more games than Indiana? Yes. Yes, it is. And if you had said that, uh, if you had said Pre-season. that in the beginning of the season, out of with no context, just like, oh, just so you know, Cleveland's only going to win two more games than Indiana this year, I'd say, oh, Dang, LeBron's gonna tear his ACL. Like that sucks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. LeBron's gonna be out. That's what a bummer. Um, Cleveland in hmm. I can't wait till we're wrong about all of these. Oh yeah, we're definitely. I hope we're wrong yeah. about all of these because so far the way we're calling it is like predictable. Boring. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, but yeah, I think this is gonna be another non-upset. Uh. I think Cleveland wins, but I'm going to say Indiana is feisty. I think they're fired up. I think they got a lot to prove. I think Cleveland is vulnerable because their defense is really bad. I'm going to say Cleveland in six. Okay, so I'm saying five. You're saying six. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, just, uh, you know, Cleveland, I really, as 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 much as I'm rooting for just anyone else to make it to the finals because I'm – I'm sick of LeBron in the finals every year, and especially when he doesn't have a team that can contend. Like, last year was just such a bummer. Um, I'd, it's hard to predict against him until he until he doesn't make it, yeah, right? Yeah, it is. And yeah. every year... I'm going to this year, but... Every year his teams find another gear, and uh, it feels like, uh, you know, I'm I'm really curious. As, as, as uncompelling as postseason LeBron is to me, I'm I'm very curious to see when and if that happens. You know, they're going to tighten up the rotations. They're going to have Kendrick Perkins in the locker room <laughs> digging everybody up. Like does Best this, teammate of all time, Kendrick Perkins. Does this team just lock in? You know, we'll see. We'll see. Um, they admitted when they signed him that it was not for playing him. Yes. Which was, <laughs> I thought that was interesting. Which would be, yeah, which makes sense because he was oh, yeah. horrible four years ago. He could, could yeah, not yeah, play he's anymore. very washed up. He's just um, apparently really, really fun to hang out with. Just say again, although hopefully we'll talk about them a little bit more because uh, the first round will still be going on next week. Uh, oh, yeah. Indiana, uh, just super proud of you guys. Love your team. Hell of a season. Love what you're doing. Hell of a season. Really great to see. Uh, yeah. yeah. Got to be. Keep, keep doing it. Hold your head high. Be proud. Yeah. And you have one of the best. You might have the best arena I've ever been to in basketball. You've been there? Oh, yeah. For an NBA game? Yeah. Who they play? Uh, the Washington Wizards. I was Reggie Miller's last year. Wow. What were you doing in Indiana? I was living in Missouri. Oh. So I drove to Indiana to see Reggie Miller play. Cool. With my dad, actually. We went and watched Reggie hit a couple threes. It was, uh, it was nice. Who won the game? But the Conseco Fieldhouse is excellent. Uh, the uh, Pacers won the game. This was like Kwame Brown era Wizards. <laughs> and uh, uh, it was a lot of fun. But that place is ridiculously nice. Cool. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. That's really neat. Um, Philadelphia versus Miami. Man, this one's going to be fun, I feel. Yeah, is this like, is this kind of like It's like quietly, the secretly best one. Yeah, a, a really good matchup. 
Yeah, I really dig it. Uh, I, Hassan Whiteside I mean, and Joel Embiid hate each other. <laughs> I think everyone hates Hassan Whiteside, it seems like. I also think everyone hates... I think fans love Joel Embiid. I think other, oh, other players, players yeah. If you're not on the Sixers, Embiid, you yeah. probably don't like Mr. Embiid. Um, Such a troll. Ben Simmons is great, but the Miami is feisty. Uh, I think both coaches are really good. Um, yeah, Spolstra gets the edge there, though. Yeah, for sure, for sure. If Dwayne Wade could shoot them right out of that, though. He does not seem to have realized what he's doing. Yeah, but he's he's experienced. If he, you know, I don't know. If he... You're right. I, I always forget that Dwayne Wade is still in Miami. or back on Miami. <laughs> the team is, I don't know. They're, an, they're, they're such an interestingly weird... I, I didn't, I don't think I saw them enough this year, unfortunately, but they, they are, they're a fascinating team to me. Um... Dan Waiters is out for the year, right? Yeah, I, I don't believe he's coming back. Yeah, it's oh uh, yeah, he season-ending surgery. Uh, it's I don't know, man. Like they, I, I Philly should win. Like, but you know they, and I just went through saying oh, it's really dumb. Everyone's like, oh, young players, but like they are a first-time playoff team. You don't know how they'll react till they do. They could absolutely own the moment and not care, which would not shock me given. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the personality traits of Simmons and Embiid, neither of them seem like they're going to care much. But um, it it just we, until we see it, we don't know. But like I I I mean, I feel like Philly should win. But I'm going to say this goes six. Philly wins in six, but and it goes six mainly because Spolstra uh, and the Heat know what they're doing, and uh, Goran Dragic is a hell of a player, and like the just that the the Sixers aren't quite don't have their feet wet. I'm going to say Philly in seven. Okay, that's a fun. I hope you're right. That'd be a lot yeah, of fun. I think the bright lights. I think the playoffs are are a whole different animal. These guys haven't been there. Um, Phillies won 16 in a row, by the way. I know, and they're extremely confident. But everything is about to go up a level, and I think they will win. I think they are the better team. I mean, I think Philadelphia could make the conference finals. To be honest, uh, I think they can. I don't know that they will. Well, it, it really depends on how Embiid reacts. Some players really if don't they like get out of this round, masks. then they just then they play the winner of Boston Milwaukee. Yeah, you know, listen, I I know it just really depends to me on how Embiid uh, feels in that mask. Yeah, because I don't know if you saw what that mask, his mask looks like. It's no, I didn't. Crazy looking. <laughs> it's not like this is not like the Rip Hamilton mask. This this thing looks insane. Okay, well, um, so we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, totally. I mean, the Boston Milwaukee. Oh my God, the winner of that one is like. Well, oh, all right. Don't get too disparaging. Um. <laughs> I will disparage as much as I want, sir. I think, uh, sir. I think it's going to be a fun series, uh, and I do think Philadelphia will prevail. But I think this is sort of going to be their baptism of fire. Um, could be, absolutely could be. But uh, I, I do like this team, um, and I am really looking forward to seeing how they they respond. Uh, yeah. Same. S- next series, uh, Boston versus Milwaukee. Uh, Boston, Milwaukee. Choose your words carefully, Arik. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't, uh, I think Boston will win. Really? Yeah. Milwaukee's awful. I mean, like, other than, they have Giannis, and he's by far going to be the best player in the series mm-hmm. with all the injuries, but... Ah, Milwaukee, man, I don't know. Like as you pointed out earlier, the only playoff team with a negative point differential. Yeah, they're a mess. They're they're not a great team, and I uh, 
I think I, I obviously you win the coaching battle like overwhelmingly. They don't even really have a coach. <laughs> they don't even exactly. Yeah. I don't even know who their coach is. I mean, I do, but that's not the point. Yeah. Uh, the, Joe Prunty is not you know putting fear in anyone's heart. I just don't. I I don't. Milwaukee, they're just not great. I just don't know what they are. You know, like they're. Uh, then again, Boston. I mean, it's. I think it's going to really depend. I, Boston just never seems like the type of team that quits. Mm-hmm. So I think the the how the series starts is going to be super important. Um, if Boston comes out and takes care of business in games one and two, then I think it will. Even if it goes long, and it might, that Boston will prevail. If Milwaukee steals one of those first two, then you know who knows. But man, the Celtics. I mean, it's such a sad. I mean. In, in in some way, I don't know, a lot of people are like, oh, next year's the year. And I just think that's a weird way to look at it. This year was absolutely there for the taking if they if they could have grabbed it. And they yeah. just have had such awful, awful luck. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe Greg Monroe goes crazy. Who knows? But, you know, is Tatum? Tatum is another, you know, obviously a rookie. Like, I I just don't know. It's just going to be really hard. I mean, the, the, the roster for Boston is it's pretty crazy right now. So did you say how many games do you think it's going to be? You think Boston no. wins? Uh, I think Boston wins in seven. All right. Um, I'm going to go Boston in four. <laughs> you could absolutely be right. Milwaukee's not good. I think Milwaukee's defense is really bad. I think the scariest thing I think I, I would say Boston in six, but um, I think Milwaukee's defense is really bad. Uh, Boston's biggest liability right now is offense. Um. But kind of in a weird way, I think in in the sum total, I think that this team is maybe, even without Kyrie, might be a little bit better than what we had last year. Um, I think Terry Rozier is playing really well. A lot of these, like, you know, they, they have faltered in the last couple of weeks of the season, but they haven't played everyone. They've been resting guys every night and just kind of rotating people in and out of this, like, rest cycle. Okay, um, so maybe it's just been a little deceptive. I think it has been. Um, Al Horford in the playoffs last year shot something like 75%. Um, and it was just in the playoffs. You know, It wasn't like he was like offensively on fire. He just he, he plays a different game in the playoffs, and I think we're going to see that Al, Helfer, that Al Horford. I almost said Rob Halford. Al Helford. <laughs> Al Rob Halford. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think... Uh, I think I think they have enough pieces. Um, I I think they have enough like a, a dispersed talent to get through a first series round. Um, so I, I I believe I think they'll win, and I think they'll do it in yeah six games. Hmm. And I okay. really hope I'm not wrong. Oh no, you said four. I I said that as a joke. Oh okay, all right, okay. No, I think they're gonna thank, win six. Thank goodness. <laughs> I was a little bit like, dude. I mean, come on. There's being behind your team, and then there's, uh, you know. But, you know, they could. I mean, Milwaukee's been really mediocre. The the East series get worse. The I mean, I guess it's true in the West, too. I mean, the Toronto Raptors, Washington Wizards, it could be compelling because the Raptor, Raptors have this, you know, playoff stink on them, but they should win in four. I think it's going to be Toronto in five. Yeah. Um, They'll lose game one again for the 10th straight time. Yeah. Washington is just like so bad this year, and I can't explain it. I don't understand it. Uh, it seems like no one they likes missed John, with Wall John Wall. 
Yeah. Even the Scott Brooks doesn't seem to like John Wall, you know? <laughs> it's so weird. Like, they get into these close games, and then John Wall's like, watch me win it, and then he blows it, and just kind of goes, oops. Shoulder shrug emoji. <laughs> Everyone's like, <laughs> it's, it's, a weird, it's a weird team. Yeah, they have so sure. much talent. I mean... They do. On paper, they should be killing it. On paper, they're probably... If Second, you, third, If fourth. you looked at this list... If you looked at the list of all the rosters, including injuries, for yeah. this year, at the beginning of the year, you'd say Washington, yeah, you'd say first or second. Like, who's better? Yeah, other than Toronto, I'd probably say second. Yeah. And I think you could make a case, especially if you looked at it at the beginning of the year and you didn't know how good those bench guys for Toronto were going to be. I think you could make Yeah, a case. but I mean, I still think, I think I would have chosen DeRozan and Lowry over Beal and That's Wall. That's fair. That's but, fair. But, yeah, your, your point is well taken. They would yeah. have been in the top couple. And instead, they they barely. I mean, I well, barely is a stretch, but they didn't make the playoffs like overwhelmingly. It was not. Yeah, it wasn't overwhelming. Um, no. And that's another team they would have really liked to have gotten in and and played a team like Boston. And obviously, it was so tight down there, you couldn't really control that um, super, you know, to any degree. But they still ended up with the worst record of all the playoff teams. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. They have enough talent that who knows? Maybe something happens in the playoffs, and all of a sudden they look like last year's Washington Wizards. But uh, all signs right now point to this being one of the quicker series. I do really like the fact that this playoff year we have no teams under five hundred. Yeah, in either in either conference. That is very great. nice. That has that not been nice. true necessarily in years past. No, the first year the Celtics made it under Brad Stevens, they only won. Uh, it was they were forty and forty one because that was the year they uh, they didn't play a game because of the uh, the Boston Marathon bombing. For reference, by the way, the Wizards were the four seed last year. It's amazing, with basically yeah. the same team. Yeah, yeah, it's almost exactly the same team. It's it's pretty crazy, and it's not like the East was you know a monster this year. No, it's, they've it's been they've been hugely crazy. disappointing, hugely disappointing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, but you never know. Maybe they're maybe they're, maybe they're like the Warriors. They're just waiting for the playoffs to flip the switch. Yeah. What happens to them if they lose in the first round? The Wizards? Yeah, uh, that's a good question. Coaching change, that, trades. Just... Ted Leonsis is not an owner who likes to make a lot of bold, dramatic moves in general. Uh-huh. But it would seem like I don't know, man. Like Scotty Brooks maybe goes. You gotta, yeah. I I feel like if they. I mean, a value for Wall. I think you got to do something. You would think, yeah, you can't keep. They're getting into the. At some point, you're the Clippers, and you're you're looking at like uh, not really uh, like never moving forward. So uh, the conference finals cannot be Cleveland versus Toronto. So I want to know your prediction for the conference finals, and then the ultimate victor. Why can it not be... Because they would face in the second round. Oh, you're right. We didn't even talk about the second round. So in the first round, we have the Raptors, the Celtics, the Sixers, and the Cavaliers. We have all chopped. Yeah, we have all chopped, yeah. So in the second round, it's Raptors, Cavaliers, and Celtics, Sixers. I think the Sixers could easily win that series. Uh, The Raptors should beat the Cavaliers, and man, wouldn't that be impressive. Um, So if the Raptors beat the Cavaliers and really, you know, did their Detroit Pistons... uh, or Chicago Bulls over Detroit Pistons, you know, 1991 mm-hmm. jam. Uh, then I think the Raptors, oh man, can you imagine if it was a Raptors-Sixers conference finals? Oh, my God. 
and then I think the Raptors make the finals, and then it's Raptors Warriors, and oh boy, that's a bloodbath. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a lot of fun. No, but that's <laughs> that's a super believable scenario. Yeah, yeah, it's also believable that the Cavaliers are there. Um, I mean, I, I I'm picking the Raptors to beat the Cavaliers in the second round, but man, I'm gonna look dumb when that is absolutely not what happens. If uh, yeah, if we're doing our our way too early predictions right now, I agree with you. I think the Raptors should beat the Cavs, but I have a feeling once we see once we see what these Cavs got uh in the playoffs and how they play. Yeah, once playoff LeBron comes and he's scoring 38 of the team's 39 points, like you know, we could we could be singing a very different tune. We well, we undoubtedly will be because again, that's the point of this way too early. But I, I like our theoretical uh, Raptors uh, Warriors finals, or or dare I dream it, Blazers Raptors <laughs> finals. Yeah, that'd be something. Blazers and five. Oh man, yeah. I mean, I I would love for something crazy to happen this year. I'm so sick of yeah. things playing out predictably, and yeah. we've only picked one upset in the first round, which is kind of boring. But it's we're going know. to be wrong. <laughs> we're just, just going to be wrong. <clears throat> we know it's sexy, and we will be wrong. You know, we will yeah. be wrong. Um, we're just not risk takers, guys. Way. We're just not. Yeah. Um, it's not, it's not, today not anyway. a sexy choice, but there are the smart choices and yeah, if, and we'll see just quickly looking without thinking about it too much. Sure. Uh, I never keeping think in mind that the only much. upset that we picked was the jazz. Just look through mm-hmm. which of these teams do you think is, uh, of, of the, the winning teams, which one do you think is the most one likely to get upset in the first round? Celtics. Um, I hate to say it, but I am inclined to agree. And uh, this isn't me being petty, but I would say second most likely to me is probably Portland. Although actually, maybe Philadelphia as well. Which is yeah, funny I mean, Blazers. Blazers are good. pretty high up yeah. there for sure. I, I don't disagree. Yeah, and, it's, and the Celtics. I, I mean, this would be we would be singing a completely different song if even just Kyrie was back. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it's just it just is the way it is, and it sucks, and it's a bummer, and you know, it it's not ideal. You know, I think the Blazers absolutely could for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that you have to say Celtics. But the and the Sixers, yeah, they could come out and just you know, Embiid doesn't like the mask. Someone else get he gets injured again. Mm-hmm. Simmons wilts. I don't think that particular one's going to happen. But you know, um, it it just a, it's too unknown right now. It's um. You know, it's going to be interesting. When we I'm really excited podcast, to watch a lot of basketball. Sorry. What's up? Uh, you broke up for a second. But I was just going to say, uh, when, when we started this podcast, we sort of uh, were saying that we thought by the time we got to this point, kind of the part of the season that we thought would be really enjoyable would be over. And <clears throat> I don't think that's 100% true. I am looking forward to the playoffs. But uh, Yeah. But... Um, but yeah, I do think a lot of this is going to play out predictably. And if we end up in a situation where, once again, it's uh, Cleveland versus Golden State, uh, we'll probably start talking about basketball movies early. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That is true, everybody. If we get to Cleveland Golden State 4, we're not going to have much to say. Yeah. Um, but I am looking forward to the playoffs. Um, and we'll be talking about them in the coming weeks because the playoffs last forever ever in basketball For 40 days now yeah i'm i am gonna uh miss some of that significant amount of that time for being the fact that i'm getting married in a couple of weeks but um but then i'll be back yeah and uh yeah 
And so, are you gonna uh, be able to record the podcast while you're on your honeymoon? I'm not going on my honeymoon until long, long after the season ends. So don't worry. We don't even have a plan yet for it. Uh, We're going to Japan and China. Ooh, sweet. But we don't know when, and it's not going to be anytime soon. So uh, I wouldn't worry about it. I mean, we're talking like six months from now. Okay. Okay. Um, But I will be. We probably will miss a couple. Everyone out there, we probably will miss a week or two of recording because I'm going to have a lot of family around and a lot of things I got to do. And I just have a feeling that my my lovely fiance is not going to be real swayed by the idea that man i gotta record with my buddy herb yeah, you know, everyone i just, I just want you to know that i'm gonna put a lot of pressure on Eric to not miss <laughs> i will do my best or maybe i'll bring in a guest host oh do a couple episodes with marty i could do that yeah yeah but we'll see what happens we'll, we'll, see, what we'll see what happens um yeah that all said uh before we wrap it up i just want to say that it it was a really really enjoyable season i thought um there were some really great storylines. Obviously, all the injuries stunk, and there was plenty of stuff that stunk, but there was also a lot of stuff that was really fun, you know, whether it was uh, teams like Philadelphia and Utah really surprising us with young players and, and becoming, you know, viable uh, playoff teams. Um, teams like Portland um, uh, stepping up and, and really kind of showing us that they're uh, – that they're for real, despite the fact that they get written off every year. Um, it's uh, it's it's been it's been you know for better and worse. I think it's been a really enjoyable season. Obviously, as a Celtics fan personally, like uh, I would say, it was very disappointing. But I think our future looks bright. Um, and uh, I, I would say overall, uh, it's, it, it was a great regular season. And I hope uh, I hope everyone listening enjoyed it, or at least. The, uh, the those of you that actually watch basketball that listen to the show. <laughs> well, I just want to say that uh, this is the first regular season we've done this show, and, and I just had a really great time. Um, fun recording with you every week. And, oh, thanks, uh, man. And I look forward to us continuing to do it, uh, not during the regular season, but I also look forward to next regular season when undoubtedly we will be just as mediocre as we were this year. Next year, we're going to step it up. Trust me. We are. Next we year, are. we're going to get better and better. Yeah. We'll start selling but, uh, t-shirts. <laughs> it was a re- we need a logo first. It was a uh, really fun season. Uh, you know, a lot of surprises. Great rookie class. Um, yeah, the uh, real MVP. The real MVP is the rookie class. Agreed. Real rookie class. You the real MVP. And uh, and uh, I can't wait. I can't wait for uh, you know everything to play out, and then for the draft because this is apparently going to be another great uh, draft. And then next season, you know, there's just. And the off season, I can't wait to talk about all the trades and things. So we got, obviously we're getting, I'm getting way ahead of us because we've got a lot of basketball left to watch. But um, it was a it was a very fun regular season and uh, and and did not play out in any way like I thought it would. So that's always exciting. For those of you who uh, stuck with it, thank you so much. Um, thank it, you. It has really. been our pleasure. But Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, we we love it. This yes. really is just so that we can kind of maintain our friendship. <laughs> yes. But uh, uh, thanks, thanks for listening. We always welcome um, uh, any feedback, and all feedback, commentary. Yeah, um, absolutely. And uh, yeah, I think I think once next season comes around, we probably will try to maybe actually promote this a little bit. And start, <laughs> yeah, this whole year has been kind of like a test run. Yeah, start like a Twitter page, yeah. things like that, make yeah. ourselves a little bit more accountable. So uh, thanks, thanks for being a part of the uh, the first season. Uh, first season. Yeah, you're all beta testers. Yeah. And now we're in the playoffs, baby. Now the stakes are real. <laughs> Indeed. 
All right, Arg. Hey, man. You know what, buddy? I love you. Aw. That feeling's very mutual, my friend. I'm very, gonna, very mutual. I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Arc listeners, goodbye.